Welcome to the January 5th edition of the PFF Forecast. Uh, a really great show today. Um, we're getting into week 18, which means that we are going to talk about week 18. We're going to talk about the playoffs a little bit too. We've got the uh, take of the week, and I have a very special gift for my friend. Oh, man. Oh, no. Let's rock. <laughs> Um, we're not going to get to the gift right away. I, I let it breathe for a second. Let you had a recommendation. I actually have a good recommendation this week. So we're going to do recommendations. We can. We can. We can. I, I, I've been cultured this week. Okay. A little bit. Um, so I, it's I was, not showing, but maybe the, <laughs> you gotta, you, you gotta give me a little bit of break. So I was on the PFF podcast today. Mm -hmm. I was on the PFF betting podcast, which we did when mm -hmm. we did in mm -hmm. studio, mm -hmm. my third studio show today. And I think this t-shirt's holding up. I was going to say, it's a nice look. Professorial. Yeah. The hair is looking full today. Hey, if Keeps, you want <laughs> to uh, sponsor the show, come, come get us. Right. Lando Lakes and Keeps, uh, two, one week. Have you used Lando Lakes recently? You know, I, I'm not a big dairy fan, mm -hmm. even though my, my brother or my brother-in-law, my father-in-law, they work on dairy farms. I'm not, I don't like cheese that much. I don't mm -hmm. like butter. Yeah, that's true. It's actually a really good point. Um, Land of Lakes, best butter out there. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's not even close. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that your appearances on PFF podcasts and shows might jeopardize the authenticity of this year podcast, but I know you'd never do that. No, I. So it was funny. I was honestly yesterday. I got asked to go on like eight things. I said no to enough of them, but. There was one where I think it was Adam Hill and Adam Candy out of Las Vegas. And they, they're, it's funny how many other people watch this or listen to the show because they were like, what was going on with George's hat on Sunday? Yeah, it was interesting. A and so, um, and me as I, I want to be, I, I defended you, of Thanks. course. But For then sure. also at the end, they were like, well, uh, you know, good luck to you. And, and, and obviously, good luck to George in sort of finding his hair product again. And I go, look, it's just a really good. I said, look, for the first time in the history of the podcast, George is getting dragged for his looks. I was just trying to <laughs> my gift. Yeah. Mike, what a selfless person yeah, I am. Yeah, exactly. So some might hypothesize, I was asked, did you forget your hair product? You don't wear a hair product every day. I don't every day. No. However, I also don't forget my hair product. If I had forgotten it and intended on wearing it, I would have gone home and gotten it. But I'm pretty like... I'm pretty regimented. I have like the mm. things, you know, my Sunday routine is pretty down pat. It was simply, it was 20 degrees outside. Yeah, it was cold. And it was cold in here. And I wanted to wear a freaking beanie. And it well, was freezing. If anybody looks too. at like, this isn't the most like insulated thing in the world. No, it's Plus not. the other room too, like Fair. not, you know, not to, but I'm just saying like, it, it's not warm in here. I'll say that. It is not. Um, let's, uh, by the way, you know, I was watching the podcast back. And we've gotten some really good feedback. I've gotten some. We had we had a lot of viewers. We had a, a like a league like a season high in viewers on Sunday. Night. A lot of good feedback. I got some feedback from someone a listener to the show whose name I'm forgetting, um, who said that the audio, um, yeah, yeah, consistency hasn't been great. We're working on that. I appreciate you, um, but uh, 
but some of the feedback that I that I noticed um, was you like to address the viewers. Did you notice that? You like to look. Yeah, 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 yeah. You like I to know, look at the people. Well, so so the moment it clicked. So like you know how you used to teach, and yeah, I yeah. you know whenever. So like let's say you were like teaching the power rule in calculus, mm-hmm. and like the moment a student gets it, they just fucking use it over mm. and over and over again. Yeah. The moment I learned how to like in look that other camera, look at the camera. I decided like it's like my go-to, and like we were even in there. So Kendall Bell and Swayla Ben Brown and I were doing the PFF. Uh, betting pod and they had never been in that studio mm-hmm. together so they like didn't know what to do with their their eyes mm-hmm. i'm looking at the camera the whole time um yeah i i like to make the 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 listener and the viewer a part of the show yeah you're really inclusive inclusive l o u inclusivity the, the bits the podcast has been around long enough for some of the bits have worn off a little so bit. i was just thinking and i'd love some feedback on this what should we bring back stories from the cincy y a new segment about teaching stories because that your teaching story got some amazing positive, yeah some positive feedback uh we could also bring back lewis riddick although i haven't watched lewis riddick hardly all year because of the manics thank god let's um let's get into um the take the target take of the week before we do i want to go back a couple of weeks and i want to check in on one of my takes because i said burrow and herbert have a 50-50 chance or close to that, maybe a little over, but basically 50-50, which I don't think people would give them, of being the better duo when compared with Mahomes and Allen. That's aged well. And people got really mad. It's aged well. It has aged well. I don't, it's interesting. Allen, I don't think (laughs) had the greatest performance, but all four of those guys, and Allen had it a couple weeks ago, played really, really well. Looked like shit the other day. Yeah, yeah, it looked like shit the other day. Mahomes in the first half against the Bengals was awesome. What I thought was interesting about Burrow and why I'm excited about the fact that I was willing to, to say that on that take is that I do think for one of the first times we're seeing Zach Taylor just be like, okay, buddy, go ahead. And And what was so great about that game was that Zach Taylor actually – Zach Taylor took over in the time you want a head coach to, which is at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. But like for the most part, he let his most important person on the team do the thing. Jamar Chase, right? Uh, as we talked about. Um, okay, so uh, Allen, by the way, and I tweeted this out. Allen, this season, didn't you call him a nice prospect? Yeah, he's a nice. He's you a, are incredible. You what? are incredible. But like he, his completion percentage has gone down five points. Yeah, it, yards per attempt one. Pass rating, which none of us like, but we all know the scale. Fifteen points. Yeah, so still a good prospect at the position, but like, but You're but like all the people that were giving people. Like, okay, I have I have an audible. Yeah. I have an audible for this segment. Do you have a take that you feel really good about? Um, I do, but okay, not as hot as maybe you no, thinking. Give it, give it to me. I'm gonna audible into something that I think will be really okay. Here's my thing. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers going into the playoffs last year were nine to one to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They are also nine to one right now, despite the fact they're not a wild card team. They get mm-hmm. to play at home at mm-hmm. least once. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. The defense is getting healthy. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are being underrated right now in the betting markets. You should bet them nine to one to win the Super Bowl. I can't believe I'm saying this, but like the Bucs are underrated right now. That's my target take of the week. I hate that I agree with that. Well, I know. So here's why that's happening. The first is 
that the Packers um, are are the number one seed. Yeah. That Rodgers is the prohibitive favorite to be the MVP. Yeah. Even though he's not the most valuable player in the NFL. Um, and the biggest one is the injuries at receiver or mental issues at receiver. Um, Antonio Brown's still on the roster. Mike Evans is banged up and Chris Godwin is out. Would you rather play at home <laughs> without Godwin and Brown or go on the road with all three of those guys? Cause I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know which one. Well, but I mean, we don't think that Godwin, Godwin and Brown are worth, I mean, like those players don't move the betting markets much more than a point or two, right? Which is mm -hmm. basically exactly what home field advantage is now. Yeah. So like that, my, my but issue, they're going to have to get past the NFC is loaded. I mean, they're going to have to get mm -hmm. past some good teams. My, but, but it's Brady. Like I agree. But, well, and, and I so, think that's so with, with Brady, this, do you think that this is more of a statement? Cause I, I feel obviously strongly about this. Brady is being underrated again. I agree. Well, look, Brady. So people, Brady leads the league in war. I think a lot of that is the fact that he's thrown almost 200 more passes than Rodgers, right? Like, but the, isn't that? It's part of being the valuable. Isn't that part of it? Like you're winning yeah. with Tom Brady. Well, we, <laughs> I talked about this yesterday in the Moneyball pot. It's so hard to do war because in football, because if Brady were to be replaced, they wouldn't. He wouldn't be replaced by a Blaine Gabbert throwing 700 passes. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it would be, he would be replaced, and those runs are going to be not valuable either. Right, right. So, like, I do agree. I think volume should matter in war football because the, re especially for quarterbacks, because the replacement, and that's why running backs are also not that valuable because you know if you take Jonathan Taylor off the Colts, you're probably going to replace him with Carson Wentz passes, which you know, as bad as, as Wentz's, as they are suck. more valuable than runs but on the, average. The feeling you get out of it. No, true. The, the, the ability to... Instill. Impose. Well, no, to run the ball on your own terms. On your own terms, yeah. Is important. Point. But the... Um, but the but you look at Brady, though, and, like, Brady has a lower turnover-worthy play rate than Rodgers does this year. Mm -hmm. It's absurd, right? Like, Brady... Brady and, and Rodgers is doing a great job, but Brady is second best in the NFL behind Justin Herbert, which is kind of amazing to me. Turnover-worthy play rates. Well, and Herbert, which is interesting, Herbert's not throwing the ball downfield. He yeah. has a bottom seven average depth of target. Right. I bet if you wanted to fool anyone out there, yeah. the number one thing you could fool him with is like, who throws the ball deep the most, you know, and you'd get yeah. like Herbert in the first yeah. five answers. I think, I think honestly, and you, we brought this up last week, by the way, so you could have been ahead of the curve if you listened mm -hmm. to the PMF forecast on Wednesday. Joe Burrow is averaging almost nine yards a pass attempt this year. Yeah. And he's doing so, and he's doing so while completing over 70% of his passes. Like, when you think of a 70% completion percentage guy, you think of Sam Bradford on the Vikings yeah, yeah. setting the record. And, yeah. and, and, like, doing at, like, seven yards of an attempt or 6.5 yards an attempt. Yeah. To complete more than 70% of your balls at nine yards a pass attempt – and also having 14 picks. Like, he's had one of, like, the most statistically anomalous seasons, like, we've ever seen. And, like, I think, you know, obviously. The I, the interesting thing about that, though, is, like, he's he's got a little a little Rus Russell Wilson to his stats. Where the efficiency the numbers. Yeah. Well, the efficiency numbers are awesome. He's throwing the ball deep now. He's got Jamar Chase. But it's almost like every time he doesn't complete a ball downfield, he's taking a sack. Yeah. 
Oh, there's that too. My my here's my comp. So somebody said he was in that young Brady. I think that's a little much. But I I I I I I'm saying he's a cross between Brady and get this one. Philip Rivers. So Philip Rivers is a swashbuckling lead ah, like he's like, got a little fire too. A little fire, but also the interception stuff. Like we all, we all say Rivers is like sixth during his career in PFF war. Mm-hmm. Like he had a great career. Yeah. Obviously no Super Bowls. Obviously, you know, the long extended stretches with no playoffs. But like mm-hmm. it's a little bit that like where Rivers had a f- fabulous career. But there was always a little bit of that interception stuff. You folded in a little bit of Brady into that and then you get a winner, right? You know, I almost think you've got to go further back with Joe Burrow. Favre? Joe Burrow is now far now far Favre's got the laser though. Favre is his own beast, yeah, and this the arm strength. But he's such an old soul. <laughs> like I feel like you've got to go further back. We'll get to that uh later. I love that take. Nine to one. It's beautiful. Uh we have, by the way, on pff.com, the simulation results of ten thousand simulations using PFF data to tell you how likely it is that each team will win the Super Bowl. I will just tell you this. The Packers are the favorite, 22%. Yeah. A team that we have talked about is in the top three, and I'll let you go check that out on pff.com, which you can get any subscription of your choice for 25% off with the promo code F-O-R-E-C-A-S-T. That's promo code FORECAST, 25% off. The Power Rankings tool, which has the simulation results in it, is with an Edge subscription. You can get that for as little as $40 for an entire year. Break that out per month. It's like fucking nothing. It's like three bucks a month. Just go do it. Um, you'll be happier for it. If you get an elite subscription, a little more expensive, you know, but that's okay. It's like 10, 12-ish bucks a month, whatever, when you break it down. So valuable because you get all the betting dashboards, both NFL and college. Both of them are up more than 25 units on the season, zero to 100 PFF grades for every player every single week. So much good stuff with an elite subscription. Both are great. 25% off with promo code forecast. Use that promo code support the podcast okay here's what i wanted to do i actually want to hear from you which quarterback and go down the list in order from most confident to least confident going into the playoffs the quarterback you're most confident in and basically what the 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 rubric here is it's a game that the quarterback has to win right so maybe you're down 14 points. Let's put them in Joe Burrow's situation against the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm-hmm. 28-14 at half. It's the playoffs. You got to win this game. The quarterback you're most confident in. Ooh, this is so good. I love this question because it takes away a lot of the noise, right? Mm-hmm. So right right now, and, and you can go, you know, with the power rankings tool, you can go in and look and see which quarterbacks we have where. Mm-hmm. Um. A little bit tricky because this week, for example, Brandon Allen is starting for uh, for uh, Joe Burrow and stuff like that. But I would say the most confident I am in a quarterback, and this pains me because it's not Mahomes, it's Tom Brady. Brady is number one for me. Brady is um, Brady is number one for me too. Uh, I I thought about both Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes and. The reason that I'm more confident in Brady, which is weird because generally there's a little bit of if his line isn't working, 
He's not mobile. But I don't know. We haven't seen that from Rodgers this year. He's been an absolute train wreck under pressure. And with Mahomes, there's been so much up and down. He is not graded anywhere near as good as those guys have this year. So I actually, in a situation where you're down by 14 points, even if the team is kind of crumbling or not crumbling, but not, you know, picking him up, it's it's Brady for me too. Who do you have number two? I believe, I still think it's Patrick Mahomes. Over Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, I, so this sounds, this sounds stupid, but I've seen it. I've seen it way more frequently, more recently. Like yeah. when, when's the, like, so, and, and this is, this is, and I know Packers fans get freaking crazy about their team. So let me, let me couch this as carefully as I can. Matt LaFleur is, is a very good coach and he rarely puts Rodgers in positions to be behind by that much. And with the last, the last time, and he hasn't not done this. He did this against the Niners on Sunday football. He brought them back against the Vikings, although they didn't win that game this season. Like there are obviously documented evidence of him doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahomes has been pressed in this situation more often, more recently, and in the biggest moments, and has done it repeatedly. Yeah, that was that was what I thought about. I thought about immediately last year against the Bucks, um, and and Rogers um, in a position that, gosh, he he didn't play that terribly, but um, actually played decently well and couldn't get it done. And I said, don't let that recency bias get in the way. Um, the answer is Aaron Rodgers. And the reason for that is, as corny as this is going to sound, it's there's a little chip on the shoulder. And the way that he and Devontae Adams are playing right now, the chemistry that they have together, I, you're, you're just never out of it. And I know that Patrick Mahomes has great chemistry with Travis Kelsey. It hasn't been as good this year. And, Kelsey had a big drop in that game against the Bengals. And uh, what I see out of Mahomes and the Chiefs is there's a there's a missing killer instinct it shows up in the data right like they are not as great as they have been in the past it shows up in the grading it shows up in their um lack of explosiveness as an offense relative to where they've been recently and so for me it's rogers number two um i'll i'll go number three now um or sorry no you're, you're going number three now yeah so rogers for me is three okay um and you would obviously go mahomes three or Mahomes is lighter. You're going to take like Josh or Justin Herbert. Okay, go for it. You t- you give three then. No, I- I'm going Mahomes. I'm not. I'm not jumping um, ship there. Interestingly, normally I would have an argument around, you know, Mahomes being one being because of the supporting cast that he has. I now feel like it's in spite of a lot of the things around him. Yeah, um, he made some really good throws to Demarcus Robinson and yep. Byron Pringle and McCole Hardman. Like, actually, that trio of guys is over a thousand yards. This year. Like, it's been weird. Like, again, I don't want to sound like a homer, but like, there are some positive aspects to what they've had to deal with this year. But, but at, by and large, this is the least confident I've been in them going into a, pre- a postseason for four years. So okay. now it gets interesting. Yeah, Number I actually, four. I actually think it's not so bad. So I'm going to go with Josh Allen for really. Your promising prospect. Josh Allen. Josh Allen is the Josh Allen for all the regression and stuff like that. Still has great talent around him. Still has a laser for an arm. Still has no shame, which I think is a big attribute to have as a quarterback. And so for that reason, I'm, I'm going with him. Okay. 
I did not go uh, with Josh Allen here. I went with Justin Herbert. Herbert's a good one. And the reason I went with Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow uh, here um, and Josh Allen and Kyler Murray is that they're first off I at this point mobility is a big and important thing Justin Herbert obviously very mobile but there's also with Justin Herbert when you're in a position where he like he just has to go out and win the game he, he has the ability to make throws that just no one else can. yeah and, has he though well that's the thing so the offense and this is the this is the tricky part about this question is like I'm sort of teasing away the like Joe Lombardi offense a little bit. It, if it's just Justin Herbert like drawing shit up in the ground, like it's it's uh it's Justin Herbert for me. So I will go Herbert number four. Cool. I think so. Herbert's Herbert's my five. Okay. okay. I'm gonna assume Allen's your five. Or are you gonna go with Murray or <laughs> Prescott? Um, no, I, I'm gonna go with oh uh, Burrow. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow here and um. This one was, again, really tough. So the difference for me was Josh Allen, Joe Burrow in a, you know, in a position like this where you're down. I actually have a lot of faith in both. And I think there, you could, I could really put either one here. I don't, I'm putting Burrow because he's played better this year. Um, as you mentioned, I mean, he's the highest graded quarterback and, and Allen has, has not played as well, but, um, but I think it's very close. So I'm going to go Burrow. And then I go Burrow here. Okay. So I, I would then... So here's here's an interesting question. Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. Of those guys, well, obviously I'd pick yeah. Allen. But I'd, I'd pick Prescott over Murray right now just because I think that offense is slightly more functional. Although I did not see that Sunday. Yeah. I'm going to go Allen, Murray, Prescott. Okay, so then I will go Prescott Murray. Just you know, because I think they're close though. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the people that we've left out, the quarterbacks that we've left out on on playoff teams here are interesting. Um. I believe the only quarterback on a team playing at home in the first round is Matthew Stafford. Yeah, Stafford. By the way, feedback on the from the podcast, people, uh, you. People were saying that we were treating the Rams as though they were like a two-win team. I'm pretty sure we we said multiple times that they were a 12-win team and that we were just perplexed at the sort of way they got there. Like, no one's saying the Rams suck. I think that no. the issue is is I think the Rams, in in a weird way, have underachieved. Like, I, like the fact that the Rams... Have stayed healthy. Stayed healthy, and they're still... Picked six, up Odo Beckham Jr. Sixth highest odds to uh they've they've played the 26th hardest schedule so far this year and they still only have the sixth highest odds and they're a loss to the 49ers and a win right. by the cardinals away from not away than not even winning which the division, is so. which we're going to talk about here in a second um no it, it's a great point they picked up odo beckham jr and von miller cooper cup had a year for the history books jalen ramsey the secondary healthy and yeah, it and like there's quite. We're not the only people talking about whether Matt Stafford is a question mark. I mean, it, I think you, it's basically everybody. It's basically everybody. In and, fact, I think people, more people, are talking about it now than we were because we kind of expected it to be the case. Yeah, we talked about it. And so ago. people are people are sort of overreacting now um, to to what has happened because it surprised them more than it surprised us. You know what you don't want to be surprised by? 
Oh, is this a Manscaped read? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be surprised by lack of tidiness in 2022. You want to make sure battery, that your Manscaped... Or lack of battery life. Or light, lack of battery life. That's or lack of lighting. I heard that the thing's got an LED light on it. Now. It's got an LED light. You clearly need to use it more and experience the light. I am a devout user of the Lawnmower 4.0, part of the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Nice. Yeah, which includes new ultra premium body wash. I keep telling people that I'm going to use it at some point. I haven't used it yet. Hey, Manscaped, send me some freaking body wash. I'll use it. I'll let you know if I like it. God, that sounded really. Prissy. Well, it's sort of. It was sort of Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. You know, pass the bill too, so I know what it's in it. Yeah, too good. Uh, <laughs> too good for your body send. wash. I actually don't like. <laughs> I know I've given out recommendations around really expensive um, cologne. Uh, I actually don't like go overboard on body wash i just use like the basic normal dove men plus care stuff um Great. and then i spend on the hair the hair uh shampoo the shampoo jesus anyways back to manscaped you can get manscaped for 20 percent off plus free shipping with promo code pff at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off plus free shipping at manscaped.com as i said the lawnmower 4.0 will keep you clean and trim in a matter of minutes all over so you're not surprising anybody with uh unintended consequences go to manscaped.com use promo code pff okay let's go to games the slate the week 18 slate not a ton of games here so we spent a little bit of extra time on some more interesting things um and uh obviously we don't know all the playoff matchups yeah. yet so like do we just do we want to ignore completely games that don't have that have asymmetric goals so kansas city denver our, our models don't even really... Yeah. But here's the interesting thing. The asymmetric goals are true, but at the same time, like, there's a different... The Broncos are, like, trying to to rationalize their existence here. Yeah, yeah. Um, meanwhile, the Cowboys and Eagles, uh, that one is... I don't know um, if the Eagles are going to try at all uh, yeah. in this game. Uh, so it's yeah, scenes as the kids would say, scenes. Yeah, it's not great. So I think ignoring that one makes a ton of sense. Michael Parsons did go on the COVID nineteen list. COVID nineteen list for the Philadelphia Eagles is uh, stacked. Uh, Dallas Goddard, Jason Kelsey, um, Jordan Howard, Avante Maddox. Do they care about seeding? I don't know. Uh, it doesn't appear so. They're seven point dogs total on the game forty three. Cowboys care about seeding. I would imagine the two seed matters a lot to them. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, uh, total forty three seems a little bit low. The last time they played, total was like fifty one. But obviously, as you said, there's a lot of players out there that might be one to consider. Um, let me throw one out here cool. for you. Um. It's not a lot of good ones. We like Niners, five and a half. God, it's now four and a half. Yeah. Um, Sharp. The shrap. Let's, let me throw one at you that I think is interesting. Okay. Seattle plus six and a half at Arizona. I know this is asymmetric goals, but I think much like Arizona last week, people are now, people were sort of like all out on them, mm -hmm. six and a half point dogs to Dallas. Now they're all back in on them. Right. Seattle has been playing hard the last few weeks. They're relatively healthy for them. And uh, obviously, Russ, this could be Russ's last game as a Seattle Seahawk. Uh, yeah, six and a half. I I think it's um, – I'm kind of surprised that it's six and a half. I mean, that. yeah, I guess it was the Lions. The Lions stink. That's who the Seahawks beat 
uh, last week and, and did so, you know, very convincingly 51 to 29, covered a nine point spread there. Um, the Cardinals, I guess, on the other hand, you know, they beat the Dallas Cowboys and that was a massively public game and people saw that. And, um, you know, the line moved out to six and a half, Dallas favored by six and a half by the time that closed. And I don't think we were all that surprised about the Cardinals, our models like the Cardinals. So I don't want to overreact to that. And I still, I mean, look, they scored 25 points in that game. I wouldn't say that their offense is back. <laughs> um, they scored 22, uh, sorry, 16 points in a loss to the Colts. Um, they scored 12 points in a loss to the Lions. They scored 23 points in a loss to the Rams. So if you think that the Cardinals are covering, you know, six and a half points here um, with them scoring like, like low 20s point total, you're you know, you're probably not going to have very good odds. So I like that one a lot. I also think... Um, no totals this week above 50. There, That's... that me, that's me. Yeah, how do you feel about those? Because, like... The only under bet I've made is the one on the Chargers-Raiders game, and that's just an emotional hedge in case they <laughs> decide to do the kneel down thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we give it a 3% chance that that, can like, we, doomsday we... scenario happens, which is the Jaguars beat the Colts, Steelers beat the Ravens, and then basically... All that needs to happen for the Chargers and the Raiders, or no, sorry, Ravens beat Steelers. But even if the Steelers beat the Ravens, I think, could be wrong. No, but like all the Chargers and Raiders have to do is sort of kneel Tot, the game out. Yeah. yeah. So if they're doing that, the suspense would be incredible because as you get to the end of the game, right. you're curious whether one team is like, you know what, fuck it. Yeah. Well, that like social norms are a weird thing, man. I remember, so my, my freshman year in college, my high school basketball team, Darton High School, know what it means to be cool, I guess. But like, uh, we we made it to state like basically every year I was there. But then like the year after we made it to state, but we were bad. Uh -huh. And there's no shot clock in Minnesota, but high school basketball. And so I'm, I turn on the TV and we're playing over spring break in the in the in the tournament. And our head coach is like playing four corners, and I'm just <laughs> like, and the guy like could you know this guy that's a d1 freaking prospect on our high school team is just sitting there like holding the ball for like 35 seconds oh straight and i'm just like this sucks but like you know you're adding variance to the game mm -hmm. like what happens if you're the raiders that's totally what you want to do right you don't want to see san diego in the in the uh no you don't the... want to see san diego that's <laughs> so like sure. you play you play it like kind of cool you play it cool you play cool and then opening kickoff of overtime you run it back for a touchdown mm -hmm. you're like See you later, San Diego. Like, I mean, that would be <laughs> absolutely spectacular. <laughs> How great would that be? Um, okay, I like um, I like Seattle a lot. I look, we've already bet it. You do like Niners. I do like the Niners. Um, Trey Lance is the quarterback we have in there right now. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's look, tricky. This number started at six and a half, by the way, and now all the way down to four and a half. Yeah. Um, so you're not giving the six, which sucks. Um, five, you know, it's not it's not a key number. Um, the Niners, the Niners own the Rams. Like mm -hmm. Mike Shanahan or uh, Kyle Shanahan, like the way that Sean McVay is getting to this game is that Kyle Shanahan is putting him in the baby seat in the back of his car and driving him to the stadium. And this is a road game for Kyle Shanahan. So like that tells you, <laughs> the state that we're in right here it's a family um, vacation yeah there's also look the rams want to win the division absolutely but the niners want to make the playoffs 
And so it's not totally asymmetric, but it's a little a freaking mm-hmm. symmetric, right? Like mm-hmm. the Niners playing for their lives and the Rams playing for, eh, you know, a home game. Well, right. It's like, I, I just think it'll be, it'll be yeah, easier. No, I don't, I don't hate that one at all. What about this one? Indianapolis minus 15 and a half in Jacksonville. Man. So I, I know we gave up a big spread last week and we obviously lost that one. Brady was amazing yep. at the end, but they were. Fuck. The Jags have, have beaten the Colts every single I year know. in Jacksonville since 2015. How often are we going to hear that stat this week, by the way? Well, it's every, because everybody every wants site. to see the the, yeah. the the Los Angeles, Las Vegas, like kneel down fast. Every everybody betting site see. is going to tell you yeah. that the Colts have not won in Jacksonville in God knows how long. Um, Does I mean, Wentzy waste a good game on this on this Jackson? Because uh, like Wentzy's only got so many good games in him, and he hasn't. To be fair, he's he's been a conservationalist of late. He has not used his good games. Does he use it here? I don't know if they need it. Well, Jacksonville is in Jacksonville is wretched. They're the worst team in the NFL besides the Giants. And I know the Texans exist. I mean, so one of the cool things on PFF.com is you can go like you can go look at the lineups, you know, and you can take yeah. a look. The Colts offensive line, fantastic. The Jaguars' defense is. An I think Taylor's ab- going to try to get to two thousand yards. The, the Jacksonville defense is a privilege. is a complete shambles. Okay, yeah, they have they have Josh Allen, who is playing really well, top twenty graded edge defender. The rest of their defensive line, seventy fifth ranked PFF grade or worse. Their linebackers, seventy fifth PFF grade or worse. Their defensive backs, abysmal. So. In a, in a game where the Colts obviously – the Colts are hearing this every single day, right? It's like, we haven't won in Jacksonville. We haven't won in Jacksonville. We haven't won in Jacksonville. It's going to be 76 degrees. You know, the only thing I think you could be possibly worried about is like, oh, it's humid and like yeah, yeah. whatever. I like the Jags. Okay. Uh, sorry, I like the Colts. I like the Colts. You, you almost uh, Freudian there. Yeah, it was, um, it was bad. But, yeah, I don't, like, I don't mind that at all. Under seems like an interesting play. I, I think they're I think those it's two are fifteen and a half. Yeah. yeah. I think I think you could see like a twenty eight three game. Like Trevor Lawrence, by the way, like somebody tweeted this out. I know our colleague Trey Sigma was like, I hate this tweet, but it's like kind of interesting. Bortles and Lawrence's numbers are basically identical as rookies. Like, and I think Bortles obviously had more to work with, but like Trevor Lawrence has been horrendous this year, you know, unfortunately. Um, so okay, let's me propose one more. I only I don't like you know, there, there's not even, like, there's only really one teasable, like, true Wong teaser, and that's Tampa Bay minus two against Carolina. But here's a game I like, and I, I want to know what you think. Okay. Chicago Bears getting three and a half in Minnesota against the Vikings with Justin Fields. Part of me thinks, much like last year, the Vikings are going to play this game through. Yep. And we had the Vikings in a teaser last year for week 17, and they didn't cover the normal spread, but they covered mm-hmm. the teaser leg. Kirk Cousins coming back. Kirk Cousins going to want to do some things to yep. like puff up his stats, get paid, all this kind of shit. And Chicago, like the problem I have is both of these head coaches are out. They're like they're foot out the door. The Bears, 
I think have if I'm getting three and a half with the Bears, I'm going to take it in a game like this. I don't like. It's one last fade of the Vikings. I know they don't want to lose ten games or whatever, but I see, I see the, I see the Vikings players quitting on Zimmer more than I see the Bears players quitting on Nagy. Nagy's less of an asshole than Zimmer. <laughs> like, did you see what he said about Kellen Mond? Oh, yeah, absolutely. This is like, how the are you doing? And granted, Mond's. Mon's one series was an absolute delight. <laughs> but he had see. seen, he clearly had been seeing Kellen Mon. Yeah. Um, actually, by the way, I heard um, a reaction to uh, to that Zimmer quote. Yeah. Um, it, it was an incredible reaction. Uh, a Twitter video by OJ. He was like, I can't believe Zimmer killed him like that in the press conference. I would never do anything like that. OJ, just coming back for more. <laughs> OJ. If you haven't OJ, watched that video, look, if OJ, if OJ has social commentary on a situation, I want to hear it. If yeah, good. If you haven't watched that video, by the way, you need to go find it. What OJ needs to do is he needs to work on sports betting. He, I think he is. Oh really? Yeah, I think he is. I think you can find his picks on his. This is a killer pick. <laughs> this is this is a t- <laughs> this is a double double bet a parlay. Kill both of them at the same time. Win. Sorry. What would you call? <laughs> what are the best names for an OJ Simpson betting segment? Uh, the bloody glove parlay. Two birds. <laughs> every every OJ picks a parlay, is it not? It has to be. The, yeah. or, or what? Or this line doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, three and a half is like is like the glove. Yeah. I yeah. just I can't get it. To I'd fit. make this four and a half. Yeah, I'd know? make this four and a half. It just doesn't fit. Uh, two birds is also good. Um, too soon, I think. Maybe I like um, I like uh, like the runaway bet of the week. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's like a spread. It's like a big spread that he bets. What if What if he lost a bet and then after he had a podcast, much like our Sunday bet podcast, and he's like, "I promise you this." I'm going to find out how that bet lost. <laughs> <laughs> I will get to the bottom of this. To, then he's out golfing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that'd actually be great. So his whole thing is that he's like an investigator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He puts on his spec. By the way, goes uh, and solves the case. There's a, there was a, this is not my recommendation, but there's a, there is a documentary on YouTube called Vegas Day versus the World. And I gotta say, it's probably the funniest thing good. I've ever seen. Okay, just came out. Be- before we get there, I have I have one more for you. I'm I can get on board with Chicago. Um, the other one that I have is Tennessee Houston over forty three. And I know all these lines are super depressed. I don't think that Derrick Henry is going to play here. Um, and obviously, this is a the Titans are looking to wrap up the one seed. Um, Texans at home. Davis Mills has. I mean, he's not been a complete and utter disaster. He's mm-hmm. not Zach Wilson over here. Um, Too soon. I know. But um, and a team that is not going to quit. Like, I don't know if David Culley has another season in him, but I don't foresee this team quitting here. And the Titans are, are going to, I mean, they're going to run up the score, right? They, they got to win this game. They can't afford to lose this game. And they've obviously blown leads in a playoff game before. So I don't foresee them doing that. Um, over 43. I don't mind that. I think the issue is that... Uh, the issue would be that the Titans shut him out. Yeah, that's it. 
right? Which they did basically. Or or if the they Miami win, Dolphins. if Houston wins, it's in sort of this really weird, like, because when Houston beat them in Tennessee this past year, this year, mm-hmm. the one that we're currently in, wasn't it like 18? Let me look at this again. It was it was some crazy score, right? It was, um, uh, yeah, it was twenty two thirteen, right? I guess like it's close to the total here. Um, when they look like I like the Texans in this game just because I know our model doesn't because they're terrible, but like the Texans just beat the Chargers forty one twenty nine. So like I actually like that if it gets out of like if Rex Burkhead runs the ball well or something silly like that or Chris Conley gets deep like. Yeah, that's not a bad bet. I the problem is is like the Texans might just be. The here's the question I have though. This is more to your bet. Mm-hmm. The Texans aren't tanking for a pick. No, that that's the point. Like I don't right? think that they're. I don't think that they're of that sort of like mindset right now. Yes, I agree. Um, okay, before we pick the lock of the week, it's hitting this week, and if not, I'll find out why. Uh, <laughs> if you're looking to place a wager, perhaps on this, if you're maybe in your, you're in New York, any podcast listeners are out in New York, betting is now legal and may God be with you. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official betting partner of the NFL. Use promo code PFF when you sign up. New customers bet just five bucks on any football team to win their game with promo code PFF and get $200 in free bets. So it's a no-brainer. Go do it. Then you can use that $200 in free bets in the playoffs. Playoff NFL betting is the absolute best. There's nothing better. You'll have that extra little cash in your pocket to make it happen. If you're in a place that doesn't have betting legalized yet, it's okay too. DraftKings Sportsbook offers free shot and a million dollars in total prizes uh, with your first deposit and Huge cash prizes on daily fantasy football contests too. So those are free to play and you can play them in any state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, promo code PFF. Do it. Do it now. Get those $200 in free bets if the team you choose wins their game. So I would go with the Colts, by the way. Uh, new customers only. Must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. For details, gambling problem, call. 1-800-GAMBLER. And when you get all those winnings and you want to make a smart financial decision, Eric, NFTs, pump the brakes maybe just for a second. Go to Western Southern. Find out at Western Southern, our friends, what to do with your money to make a smart decision with it. And here's the cool additional piece. You can win a $2,500 catered uh, dinner for the big game on February 13th happening in Los Angeles, we think. Chris Collinsworth will be calling that game. And the way that you enter to win that prize is actually by asking Chris a question. So go to westernsouthern.com slash askchris. Ask Chris any question you want. Anything about the Super Bowl, how he prepares for it, how Al prepares for it, whether Al even needs to repair at this point, how much food Al eats during the broadcast, how he manages to never get caught eating literally like a five-course meal on camera, or not on camera, but um, behind the mic. Go to westernsouthern.com slash askchris, ask him a question, and then get entered automatically to win that catered meal. And you can go to the, uh, sorry, Chris Collinsworth's podcast on YouTube and check out the answers to the best questions read every week. Okay. 
The Niners have just placed their fourth cornerback in COVID. They have are down to one healthy corner. Yes, I know. Right now, but the the fact is, is like those guys can now come off the COVID list relatively right. quickly. So that that is a maybe a contributing factor, but it is a contributing factor, I think for sure. Also, the fact I mean, we're not getting the best of that number. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your What's your favorite that we've discussed? <sighs> I, I I come into this saying asymmetric stuff, and now, or no, <laughs> now, and now, um, Indianapolis minus fifteen and a half. Go Frank Reich. Really? Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I'll be willing. No, I, I'm also willing to to go with what you went. By the way, we also last week we made a loss, but we also took Falcons plus fourteen and a half. That closed fourteen, landed fourteen. Blah blah blah. Whatever. So it you know. The, the actual choice of this is often down yes. to a few. Women. So, minus 15 and a half is just a lot of points. And obviously, you know, the back door is, um, is open in a lot of scenarios there. I'm okay with laying off the 49ers because we, we obviously got it at six and a half. The corners are a question mark. Um, although it doesn't seem to matter for, uh, Matt Stafford. He played the Ravens last week. Um, Seattle is also interesting to me because you know they're going to play hard. And if this is Russell's last, you know, Seahawks game, you know, you feel like they're going to go out and, um, you know, go all in. <sighs> so I like all of those. Let's do it. I'm I'm down with the Colts though. Let's do it. Indianapolis Colts minus 15 and a half. The Frank Reich, the Frank Reich train rolls on here. Okay. Um, recommendation time. Don't look up is a great I won't. show. It's on, a movie, right? Uh, on Netflix, yes. Yeah. Um and, and that's uh Meryl Streep, uh Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, I, was hesitant, I was hesitant. I was I was hesitant to watch it because People said it was kind of like idiocracy mm. and idiocracy was just cringe the whole time. And there were certainly cringe moments in the movie, but I think it's worth, it's a little long, but it's worth your time. Uh, I like that movie a lot. Um, enjoyed it. Okay. My uh, recommendation is just giving you the second part of your Christmas. Oh no. Day. Yeah. So uh, story behind this is in this very studio, a couple of podcast ago oh no you really bragged about um the uh the way that you were taking the antiguans on and so <laughs> <laughs> thank you i made you a t-shirt uh to to let everyone know that you're the mayor of antigua this is very nice of you thank you <laughs> And there's a little Merry picture. Christmas. The picture on there, I just you yeah, know, of course had to get it on there. I felt like it was kind of artistic. I cut off the top to just add a little bit of mm -hmm. you know hipsterness to yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Really accentuate the crop. Well, that's to like the top. what's been happening in my hair since <laughs> I turned thirty. I should have told you. I, I should have told you I cropped the hair because there wasn't much to see. <laughs> oh my god! That's our podcast. We'll be back with you Sunday night after. Raiders, Chargers to talk about the playoffs. Come hang out with us. Peace.